everybody, this is Sarah. And this is Rob. And you're listening to How Much Do We Love, episode 140. Woohoo! Woohoo! Um, you know how I like to start the day sometimes, Rob? How? With a delicious bowl of oatmeal. I do too. I'm, I'm, it's part of my regiment right now. How much do we love oatmeal? That's our first topic. We love it so much that we couldn't believe we hadn't already talked about it. I know! Well, I went through an oatmeal sort of craze slash phase last fall mm-hmm. where I was eating it every day religiously and now I don't eat it as much but at that time I was like I had like my own little toppings bar mm. I went to the um, sort of health food store and where they have a huge bunch of bulk bins you know and I uh-huh. got all different kinds of nuts and dried fruits and things what do you like on your oatmeal um I usually like some sort of dried fruit option but right now I'm in a phase where like I usually actually will out of just like convenience sake buy um like a cinnamon brown sugar instant mm-hmm. pack. Right. And for a while I know we talked about um oatmeal back way back early when we talked about variety packs, how much we love a variety pack. Oh yes. The maple like, and brown well, sugar, that was my I, favorite. I was going to say, like, maybe one of our first 10 episodes, we talked about how much we love variety packs. And and that was because at the time I was working my way through a gigantic Costco variety pack of Quaker Instant Oatmeal. That is a lot of packs, I bet. It's a lot and a lot of oatmeal. Yeah. But anyway, right now I'm trying to, I'm, like, determined to get through all these plain packets that we have. Mm-hmm. So I've been doing plain packet and then Splenda brown sugar. Mm-hmm. The, like the is, brown sugar version of Splenda. It's right? delicious. Yes. Nice. I love it. And I put that in, I put that and a little bit of cinnamon into the oatmeal before I even add the hot water. Oh. It's nice. So I do that and I let it, let it sit while I'm making the coffee. So it kind of like soaks up all the water. And then I usually hit it with a tiny scraping off of the butter. Mm-hmm. Or I put a splash of my half and half in there. One of the two. So I add just a tiny little touch of fancy dairy richness to it, but not much. I like both of those things in mine. And then um, I... I almost always have some dried cranberries. Mm-hmm. And so I usually do a couple of dried cranberries. That's my go-to like every day. Yeah. I don't, I don't get bored with it. Like it's not something that I, I wake up in the morning and think, Oh, I just, I'm tired of eating that. Like I'm every morning I'm ready to have it again. It's good. I'm getting excited about making some tomorrow. Now I kind of st- started doing a step up from the packet and started making it in a pan and I don't mm-hmm. make like the kind that take forever. They really only take a few minutes, but they're a lot better. The other nice thing is you can make a bunch of it and then just reheat it over the next few days. That's steel so cuts. Mm-hmm. Now, now I've, I originally when I saw people making steel cut oats on um, cooking shows, they were doing like soaking them overnight. Did yeah, no, no. I don't. I get some kind of quick cooking kind. Okay, it's not instant, but it's quick cooking. It only takes like five minutes. Yes, which is not that much longer than boiling water. You know. Yeah. Well, my go-to is some cinnamon. I usually, if I'm going to put sweetener in, I will use a drop or two of stevia. 
Oh, uh huh. Because sometimes the Splenda is too. I have a weird thing that sometimes Splenda tastes really chemically to me in certain mm-hmm. things, and that is one of them. And I like to put a little butter in it, and then some sort of chopped nut usually. Mm. And then also sometimes some flax seeds. Extra oh. nutrition. They're really good for you. And then I like to put a little splash of whatever dairy I have, like milk or fat-free yeah. half and half, you know, whatever that's made of. I don't know, but it's good on the oatmeal. <laughs> yeah. Whatever I'm putting in my coffee those days, I'll put a little splash of that. But I don't I don't like to mix it up. I put I mm. mix everything in and then I put the splash of the milk on the top, but then mm-hmm. I kind of let it sit on the top as I eat it. Ooh. I don't I don't know why, but that's what I what I've always done since I was a kid. But now I have to say, this is a place where the dried fruit is a total line walker for me. Yeah. Because once it's plumped, it is that is my worst nightmare. Yeah, you hate Those, the plumps. Oh, 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 I can't even think of words how much <laughs> it stresses me out. But I like it when it's still kind of hard and chewy. So I might throw a little dried fruit on the top, but then I have to eat it right away. Uh-huh. I can't let it plump. A yeah. plumped raisin in oatmeal is is that is the quintessential reason yeah. that I have a problem with raisins. And I know that that's where people love it, but more for you. There you go. Now, back way back in September when I was super obsessed with oatmeal, I had put on our Facebook fan page, um, how do you take your oatmeal? Because I was obsessed with it. And we got a whole bunch of responses. And some of them. Really good ones. Some of them were ideas that I had never heard of. So let's talk about a few of those. Joe tells us that she adds one of those little cups of chopped canned peaches. Ooh. Peaches. Little Del Monte kind of action. In- intriguing. Mm-hmm. Okay. What else? And well, Shelby commented next, and Shelby is a little bit more like myself. Uh, does the apples and cinnamon instant pack, and she does in the microwave. I do boil my water. I don't just because I boil it. If I instead. do instant, why well, I have my water filter thing has hot water, so I just get hot water out of that. Oh, that's good. That's, that's also good. Take it to work with you. Now, how about this, Sandra? And she's one of those many sisters from the family with the sharp glitter tea. She says she likes hers. How fancy is this? Baked with vanilla soy milk and any combination of walnuts, pecans, blueberries, cranberries, and apples. What? I love a baked oatmeal. I actually don't. I I have mixed feelings about it. I don't like it when it's like a sauce. Because then it's sort of like a square, right? Like a bread pudding? Um, well, okay. So it it depends. The kind that I've had, they like yes it's made in like think of it when you get like a polenta square but that's another case i like the creamy polenta but the versions i like usually you take the square and then maybe you butter it a little bit and put it in a skillet so it gets brown and toasty Hmm. on the outside has a nice crust that sounds delicious all right yeah two of my favorite brunch places in town have it as a special every once in a while and it's one of those specials i can't turn down i'm like ooh, baked steel cut oats yes now do you are you a fan of the bread pudding i love bread pudding. see that's another thing that's not my fave yeah i once love it gets bread- kind of dried out like i like it to be i like the oatmeal to be squishy and gooey so i yeah. don't know how i would probably eat it and think it was delicious but i don't know if i would make it Yummy. But it seems like a good brunch dish. And she says she makes it by, she posted the recipe, she mixes the dry oats, she uses rolled oats, not quick cooking, and milk. Then she you mix in whatever fruit and nuts, sometimes a little cinnamon or brown sugar, cover and bake until it is the consistency you want. You can mix everything together at night and put it in the fridge and bake it in the morning. 
but don't add nuts mm-hmm. until you're ready to bake or they get soggy. That sounds like a good make-ahead brunch dish. Yeah. I like the idea you of could that. Do, you could do like, you could have total casserole brunch and do like that and like some sort of baked egg dish, which I'm also Ooh, a sucker Let's talk for. about that on a future episode. Estrada. Love Estrada. Love Erica Estrada. Me too. <laughs> have an Erica Estrada. Erica. Erica. His sister. His, or his drag name. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> I would buy that. I love it. Well, we got lots of lots of people like um it, we got a lot of um good like dot dates, nuts, raisins. Peanut butter. Bob <sighs> says he has raisins, dates, nuts, and a spoonful of peanut butter. I wouldn't have never thought of that. Intriguing. Christina America Mild likes cheddar cheese and salsa. It doesn't sound good, Christine. That's weird. That sounds Christine. terrible. And it sounds un-American, frankly. It does not sound American. Now I would put those two things on grits. And Kim says she's I, when in in um in response to how do you take your oatmeal, she says I don't. I'm a Southern girl. I eat grits with cheese, butter, salt, and pepper, and sausage patties cut up into it. At a girl. Now that see grits, you could totally put cheddar cheese and salsa on. Yeah, not so I, much of the oatmeal. Oh, for really, you. Christine? We need a little more info about that. Let us know. Love it. Andrea says she likes fresh strawberries and bananas, a touch of brown sugar, and a splash mm-hmm. of skim milk. Ooh, strawberries and bananas sound really good. It does sound good, right? A lot of people just... with the maple and the brown sugar, cinnamon, mm-hmm. apple. Ooh. Angie says the Ace Hotel in Palm Springs serves it with torched bananas. Ooh. Fancy. That sounds fancy. Torched bananas would be a really good cabaret show, too. <laughs> Absolutely. Like you sing and really cry in the river, and then you just go crazy. <laughs> Torched bananas. Torched bananas. I can picture the. Um, and you're giving away used car deals as well. <laughs> We're going crazy, crazy down here for Gershwin for Berlin. Torched <laughs> bananas. <laughs> oh, that is good. Ooh, that made me laugh. For Gershwin. <laughs> That was Berlin, Arlen, what do you want? <laughs> We've got them. You want a smoky belty song? We got them. We're torched <laughs> bananas, folks. Okay, that's going to be the next How Much Do We Love Live show, uh, for sure. Oh. Well, so I'm looking at this list here. That kind of covers for the most of it. Various fruit options. I have to say the peanut butter, that's a little bit of a sort of maverick topping. I canned peaches. That. I think the canned, canned peaches, I'm peanut on the fence about I think that could be good. I have. I feel like I have some texture issues. <laughs> I might have some texture issues, which is part of the like chewy oatmeal and the plumped raisin. I feel like the canned peach chunk might mm-hmm. seem a little bit like a slug. <laughs> I'm just going to say it. Well, I would want to cut that up. Don't you think you'd need to like... I was picturing it in, in like diced. That's how I was picturing it. Yeah. But wouldn't there like be a lot Like fruit cocktail of- style. You know, the cans of fruit cocktail where everything was in squares. That's what I, I was picturing. Loved when I was a kid. Yeah, chopped canned peaches. She says so. I don't think it's. I don't think it's slices. Oh, it's not big like wedges. Wedges or whole peaches. <laughs> what if you just put a whole peach in there? <laughs> well, there now that would be an idea. You could take a whole peach and kind of scoop it out a little bit and do like Provencal tomatoes, except with peaches and put oatmeal inside and then bake it. That would be awesome. If I would be impressed enough that you could get the pit out of the peach. And maintain, <laughs> and maintain its structural integrity. No. That would be impressive. Listeners, game on. Challenge issued. <laughs> Send us a photo. Podcast at howmuchdoweylove.com. 
baked peaches, <laughs> like a Provencal tomato. Has to except. be whole, though. Yeah. Okay. I feel like that's we've said everything we can say about oatmeal. It's I, good, though. It's also it's, good in a crumble topping on a, on a oh, baked fruit dish. On a crisp. A crisp. God, I love crisps. I feel like in the last episode we talked about talking about crisps. We, we did, because we were talking about uh, Ariel made a really delicious right. cobbler crisp type thing while she was here. And I know we've that's been a past topic, yeah. too. We love any sort of fruit with a dough topic. With a baked, baked fruit item. All right, so let's move to the next thing. And this wasn't on our list, but I want to do a short sidebar because we're talking yes. about fruit. Um, today was the first day of the CSA season here where I live. Very exciting. So this is something we've mentioned probably every year, but it's it's worth repeating. Um, CSA stands for Community Supported Agriculture. And if you go to localharvest.org slash CSA, you can put your zip code in and see if there's a farm near you that offers a CSA program. Um, it's essentially buying a box of produce directly from a farmer weekly. Sometimes it's, you know, maybe twice a month. Depends on the farm. Most of them are, are organic. Um, and it's a great way to try new stuff, to eat with the seasons, to support local business, to support a farmer. I'm a huge fan. Are you going to do it again this year? Uh, we haven't done it in a couple of years because we've been working in the summer. But this year is the year to do it. I'm fired up and ready to do it it's so it, it totally inspires me to cook it's um like here's what i got in the box this week i got parsnips carrots these carrots are they're sh- um chantonay carrots and they're huge they're crazy they look big you posted they're like a this picture. one of them's like the size of my arm um wow. sh- carrots parsnips uh meyer lemons some kind of crazy fancy mushroom a lot of Meyer lemons you got. Well, I it was also collard greens, but someone had put their lemons in the trade box, so I traded my collard greens for more Meyer lemons. Who gives up Meyer lemons? Well, they're kind of a dime a dozen out here. Oh my god! Because they just grow on they. It's like they grow on trees. They do, but I don't <laughs> literally, have, literally, literally, literally. But I mean, and I have a lemon tree, but it is not a Meyer, and I love the Meyer lemon, and I thought I might preserve some. Which would, That's a if good I do, idea. Preserve, Moroccan preserved lemons. Wait, what else is in there? Um, a cabbage, a big red cabbage, and it looked like quite the mushrooms look really beautiful. The mushrooms are really fancy. Yeah, I can't remember what, yeah, what some kind sort of fancy they were. Kind. Um, they almost look like oyster ones, like they're t- the long and skinny. Here, kind. I can tell you what they're called. It was in my newsletter. But the nice thing is, and sometimes you'll get something that's not your favorite, and sometimes you'll get something you've never seen before. But it's um. I just, I'm a big, 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 big fan. Here, they are tree oyster. Oh, they are tree oyster mushrooms. Mm. It was, oh, and green garlic. So they were oyster. They oh. were, you were right. Good call. So green, green garlic, like spring, like scallion looking. Things. Yeah, green garlic is the garlic bulb plant, but they right. harvest it when it's really young before it's bulbed up. And so it has a really mild garlicky flavor. So you would use it like you'd use a green onion, but it's a little garlicky, delicious. It's- I have a question about that. Mm-hmm. What is, well, I suppose this is what Google is for. But do you know, what what's the difference between that and a ramp? Ramps are something different. Are ramps like leeks that are babies? It's something like that. Like Because ramps are only available in the spring here in Chicago. Let's look it up, shall we? Let's Google it. They... Ramps are the first green. This is fascinating listening. I but yes, it is the it is a wild leek, is the uh-huh. ramp. There you go. I knew it was something that was also in the oniony garlic uh, yeah, flavor. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There you go. Now we know. So, and we don't get ramps here, but we do get green garlic. It's a very short season, 
It's you'll see it on all the restaurants now for the next month, and then it'll be gone, gone, gone. Um, but you guys join a CSA. It's totally worth it. It really is. It's a great way to spend your money, and it's a great way to eat with the seasons and I cook. I know I love it too. I'm gonna make some lentil soup maybe with my carrots. Mm. My new, I have a pressure cooker. We need to talk about that in a future time. All right, we gotta. I'm sorry, I sidetracked us. Back on track. That's What's next? Good, um, next, how much do we love anagrams? I love anagrams, specifically anagrams of people's names. Yes, I love when your name spells something ridiculous. And what made me think of this is I was watching Craig Ferguson the other night, and he casually mentioned that one anagram of his name is Cougar Fingers. That's the good one. Which just made me laugh. So then I was like, well, what's what are some anagrams of my name? So we looked up some anagrams of our names, and it's thoroughly enjoyable. You can go to wordsmith.org, uh, I think, slash anagram, and they have mm-hmm. an anagram generator where you put generator. a word in, and it will. Um, so we wanted you guys to see if you could come up with some funny ones. What are some of the good ones for your name? I have some good ones. Uh, lonely Lonely Bird is one of mine. That's so good. Um. Ebony Drill. Ebony Drill. Which is also one of my cabaret shows. That sounds pretty. Uh, everything's played on the black keys. <laughs> it's really good. Um, let's see. Bill Yonder. Yeah, Bed Lily Nor. Oh. That doesn't mean anything. No. But um, I like... Um, Bone Dry Bron- Ill. Oh, uh, Dolly Brine is good too. <laughs> Why are they so funny to me? Why are, they, why are these, who got all of our Barbies all salty? Oh, that's me and my Dolly Brine. Dolly Brine. By, Lord Byline. <laughs> if you were of noble birth and a journalist, yeah. you might have a Lord Byline. Lord Byline at your service. Yes, enjoyable. Why are these funny to me? I don't know. All right. I, mine were kind of lame until I put my middle name as Melissa and I put my middle name in and then I had some good ones like a salami's advisors. It would be, fun, it'd be funnier if they weren't both plural. Um, although now they think about it, you could probably say like salami advisor ass. <laughs> well, there you go. Sure. Um, Armada's valise sis. What was the one with vase? Oh, malaria's vase. Yeah, a lot of vase-tis. malaria. To- <laughs> malaria. To- uh, dis saves malaria. Oh, these are funny to me. Malaria sass dives. <laughs> well, I feel like in like a in a teenage detective novel, this is how we would sign things. Totally. Like, they're like, don't you see? He signed it Ebony Drill. That's an <laughs> anagram for Rob <laughs> Saliva sadism ears. That's one of mine. <laughs> I don't know. There's so many if I put the middle name in. Mass Lava's Diaries. <laughs> <laughs> Misraised as Lava's. Mm-hmm. So you guys, go put your name in. We'll put this on the Facebook page. It's just entertaining to me. And say, um, what are some good anagrams of your names? Wordsmith.org slash anagram. Enjoyable. Very fun. Um, but it, I also enjoy when your phone number spells something. That's fun to do. And you can go to, I think it's phonespell.org and put your phone number in and see what it spells. Now, mine spells something really funny, but I'm not going to tell you what it is because I don't want you all to call uh, I can I can tell you one of my really good friends in Chicago, uh, it's not her phone number anymore, but uh, she her um, her phone number spelled Big City, which was... That's genius. A good one. And she was also like, it was the best way, like if you were like 
You're like, hell, call me. You should call me. And you're like, oh, oh, oh God, I don't have any. It's big city. You know, and back in the day when like, you didn't need an area code, too. Totally. When now I first, you have to yeah. need an area code. At least and, everywhere I've lived lately. And it, and it was a landline for crying out loud. Genius. That, that's how long ago. This oh, was. olden days. Yeah. In the olden days of Ever early ran. phone technology. Oh, in the eighties, even <laughs> big city. Do you guys do you have phone numbers that spell something? I don't know if you want to tell us because then we'll know your number. But and and stores often have good ones. Yeah, like uh, the carpet store in Chicago that I think is nationwide now because I there are nationwide blogs complaining about their bad commercials, which often feature Chicago actors. Uh, Luna Carpet Stores, good one. Sing it with me, Chicago listeners. Seven, seven, three, two, oh, two. Boopie, boop, boop. Luna. Yeah. I remember that now. I, you know, I think people also may see that nationwide because it's probably ran run on WGN, which is syndicated on uh, all the cable. Because uh, I still get to see the Empire commercials and whatnot when I watch WGN. Also with Chicago actors sometimes. Remember that one? Are you thinking of the one I am of our friend Mary Monica? Yes, it's a fortune teller. Yes. <laughs> the best one. If you're an old time Chicago person, you probably remember that Empire commercial. Remember with the fortune teller? Seeing great prices in your future. <laughs> Something like that. That's our friend Mary Monica. I love lo- a good local commercial. Yeah. What was that one for the car, the car dealership out in the western suburbs? This isn't going to be a good story if we can't remember what it is. You know what I'm talking about? Nope. Mm, It's near the Oak Brook Theater. All right. That was a good good reference, Sarah. Way to go. (laughs) (laughs) There used to be a good one. Empire also around Easter used to always have um, guys in rabbit suits. Yes. Next day installation, samples at home, (laughs) and you don't make a payment till next year. (laughs) I can picture my friend Paul in one of those commercials. I knew one of those bunnies. Oh, good stuff. All right. So we like when your name is an anagram of something. We like when your phone number spells something. And bonus, we like a crazy local commercial. Yes. Um, if right. you haven't seen the YouTube about the Red House, the furniture store, look it up. It's good. Oh, I haven't seen that. I'll do that when we hang up. Oh, it's awesome. Reportedly, that is something where these like hipster filmmakers go to local organizations and say we would like to make your bad local thing enjoyable <laughs> yeah that so they great. went for the, the red house furniture where black people and white people can buy furniture oh it's good wow very funny <laughs> all right i will check it out it is. all right and then our last thing is uh, we wanted to do a little how much we love roundup on some of the um tv shows we're enjoying in yes. the, of the reality genre because you know we like the trashy television we do. And there's a brand new one out that I've only seen one episode of, though there have been two. There's only we, been two. We love America's Next Great Restaurant. Well, we think we love it. We've enjoyed we what we... we've seen. I like yes. the idea of it, and I like some of the... So it's like, it's it's a contest where people are... Com- they have a restaurant concept, and they're competing to get... Uh, have their restaurants actually open. Have yes. these people invest in their restaurants. And it's um, cute... Australian Curtis Stone and Bobby Flay and the guy who started Chipotle and some random woman from Miami. Who is she? Who talks a little bit like Celine Dion always. She kind of does. I'm like, is she French Canadian? Because she's always like, and I will tell you 
your concept it is amazing girl like, but sometimes she'll say girl at the end like spanish are you french canadian are you just weird don't know i don't know who she is the guy the chipotle guy we love him i kind of love him as i think you said he was a what was the word you just used to describe him a nerdball Nerdball, I he's think. very nerdball and he is mr no nonsense all business kind of tough tough love but i also agree with everything you said so we'll be curious to see how this happens uh, how it plays out and which one wins and if it actually works there are a couple of good concepts in there some of them are total losers but yeah we'll see and it's done you know like uh, project runway style they have to do a quick challenge and they have to do a big challenge and etc it's very Top Chef like. And speaking of Top and, Chef, we're, we've been enjoying oh. Top Chef All Stars so much. Oh, and tonight's the last one. Is it the, the final final tonight? I think it is. Or it might be the first half of the finale? Well, they had the weird thing where they had more than one, you know, they right. ended up taking everybody to the finale well, we'll destination. We'll find out. It was a good oh, yeah. season. and Oh, it's good. It's been really good. And we're excited about Top Chef Masters, which I think is on in April. New mm. season. As you know, we love the RuPaul's Drag Race. I'm totally hooked. So good. It's ridiculous. Ridiculous. It's laugh out loud funny, though. It like, really I'm is. Really, RuPaul really, is really funny. Funny and also sweet. Yes. And also, like, nice. And she is the best kind of performer of that, like, drag cabaret uh comedian type thing is like i know when to be funny but i know when to dial it back and i yeah. know when to she's genius yeah and uh, <laughs> my favorite thing from this week i think when we talked about the show the other week we mentioned that the weekly prizes are always just weird and kind of stupid like mm-hmm. you win a thousand dollar certificate to fabulouswigs.com yes and the one this week was a three-piece oh. set of luggage by antler <laughs> And then it cuts to RuPaul, who just says, that's right, antler. <laughs> just like. <laughs> what? Oh, so it was good. Um, and we got the bonus guest judge of Johnny Weir this week, who we love. I kind of love Johnny Weir, you guys. He's also ridiculous. Now I wish you had watched. The Olympics. Um, <laughs> and uh, Skating with the Stars, because he was one of the judges. Oh, my God. I loved him. But the best thing that's... Oh, and you know the other thing we didn't put on our list? The Amazing Race. Oh, Amazing Race. Unfinished Business, Oh, it's an All-Stars. All-Stars. All returning. It's good. Who are you rooting for? Um, I like uh, the guy with Asperger's and his friend. I love them. Zev, Zev, I think. Zev. And I don't know the other guy's name. I like them a lot. They have a cute relationship. Yeah, I um who else do I like on there? I can only think of people I don't like. I like Gary I know, and Mallory. That's what I was thinking too. <laughs> yeah. I like Gary and Mallory. Yes. Yes. I don't know. She it's loves, been really she good. She loves to pray to St. Anthony. She is the cutest though. I think she's adorable. Super cute. I think Vixen and Kent could go anytime and I'd be okay. Yeah. But wow, they were giving you some good makeup last week. What was that? Glamorous. So glamorous. All right. If you watch the show, that stuff's interesting too. But I would say the best, one of the best things on TV right now, this yes. season of Survivor. Of the addition of Redemption Island. It's a good season. Usually it takes me like a good four, maybe even five episodes to kind of get sucked in because you don't know who the people are and you don't know who you care about. The first episode of this season was one of the best episodes of Survivor of all time. 
Would yes. you, wouldn't you say? Well, there's I... such huge characters and like everyone who thinks they know how to play the game and then all of it just getting turned inside out right away. Oh, oh it, the first tribal council was great. But Unbelievable. I think it's, it's early enough in the season that if you haven't been watching, I think you could tune in and still enjoy it. Um, Absolutely. I'm and Survivor it. is on most people's on demand right now. It takes it a couple days to get there. And you can watch them online. You can always watch it online. Yeah, I don't think we have it on the Direct TV. The Direct TV on demand is kind of lame for network no. stuff, but or it's Xfinity so folks. Yes, or yeah, I think all the Comcast people no, have it. Comcast Xfinity. Now it's called Xfinity. Yeah, you can also go to CBS.com and watch it there. It's good. I w- it's, it's worth good. checking out. You have you're not too late in the game to get in there. Philip, there's this one guy. Oh my God. I don't even really think I can describe it. Like, it's not worth describing him because you either the watch the show and you love him, him or I won't his, be able to like, describe him. Saggy fuchsia American apparel briefs. Briefs. Like, He's oh, this, like, Lord. big, hulking. I don't know how old do you think he is. I have no idea. I would guess that he's in his 50s. I would say that he's probably he, 50. But he could be in his 30s or he could be in his 60s or 70s. I don't know. He is a formal fe- former federal agent, and he likes to mention it. He's he well. Is they just put a ridiculous. question mark after it, though. <laughs> I know on the little the little um subtitle. Yeah, it's a byline. formal federal <laughs> agent, as if um, Lord Byline, as if he. Um, I think Lord Byline might be friends with Professor Limesworth, who you may meet in a future video episode. <laughs> Professor Limesworth. Professor Limesworth. Um, also from the teenage uh, mystery series. Novels. Will someone out there write a series of mystery novels for teenagers starring um, me and Rob? And their advisor, Professor Limesworth. Yes. And Lord Byline. <laughs> like every, every issue starts with them hanging out in Professor Limesworth's study. He's the Giles. He's their Giles. Totally. From Buffy. Professor Limesworth. All right. Um, that's referencing an episode we haven't posted yet, but I couldn't resist. Couldn't resist. Professor Limesworth. Okay, so let's recap. Let's recap. All right, we we really love oatmeal, and uh, we if you didn't comment on Facebook and tell us uh, how you like it, uh, please do soon. We'll put a new yeah that a new post little was link. from a long time ago. We'll put a new one up. Perfect. Great. We love oatmeal. We oh I lost my window. We also love um, anagrams of your name. Yes, Ebony well, Drill. Malaria. Oh, I forgot Lord, mine. Lord Byline. You're like Miss Malaria Sis. Dis Malaria Vases. That's Malaria Vases. Yeah. For the love of God. Yeah. Poor vases getting bit by mosquitoes. <laughs> I'm gonna diss it. Oh, Malaria's ass dives. Oh. I don't know. Just saying. Okay. And we love when your phone number spells something. And we love um the new um we think we love America's Next Great Restaurant. <laughs> Time will tell. And we hope you guys are all watching Survivor, Redemption Island, and Amazing Race, Unfinished Business, Top Chef, and... All Stars ending tonight, I think. Or maybe yeah, next or week. Or maybe next week. And, you know, I have to say, we, we set Wednesday as our recording night, but it's like the best TV night right now. Be- oh, and the other one we didn't mention that I'm still enjoying. It's terrible. Face off, people. Final is tonight. I haven't, I haven't gone in on that one Wednesday's yet. Wednesday's a I, good night. Face Off, Top Chef, Survivor, Modern Family, uh, Idol, game. right? Yeah, Idol. I'm not watching is, the Idol, but it's really good this season. Yeah, all you, all here. the folks that are 
watching Idol, I think you'll probably agree it's been really, really cool so far. But even Simon Cowell, who's not on the show anymore, said the other day in an interview he thinks Idol's got its groove back. Along Which is good. with Stella. Stella. Wasn't that Stella? Got uh, her groove uh, back? She did. Angela Bassett. All right. Um, I feel like this whole episode's been about references that, like, each of them, maybe 5% of the audience will get. And- well, you all get this. <laughs> Torched bananas! Ah, Gershwin! Ber- Berlin! Ireland! We got it! You, you got it! We're going crazy <laughs> down here with Torch songs. I feel like there's that's still just a subset of our listeners. Fair enough. All right. Hopefully you understood some of that. <laughs> <laughs> and we will see you next time on How Much Do We Love? Hi, everybody. How much do we love?